What's up, everyone? It's your, your boy, Sean, with Sitting with Sean Extraordinary. Welcome to the show. Today, I have a really, really awesome guest. Spur of the moment, got M-Bomb. So, Yo, buddy? it's your boy. It's your boy, the M-Bomb. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, man, it's good that we're on here, man. It's uh, it's nice to be able to, to get to talk to different people, you know, and and I know we've been kind of talking about doing this, so it's it's nice, man. It's nice. Hell yeah, hell yeah. So uh, yeah, this is Embalm. He's uh, he's got his own podcast. The link is going to be down below in the the uh, description. Uh, you would you like to give a formal introduction, brother? Yeah. So yeah, I'm the host of the Embalm Effect. Um, as you can see here, well, now it's on one of our uh, affiliates. Actually, Amora Live is a great band, by the way, from Rochester. So go check them out. Uh, yeah, the Embalm Effect, as you can see right here, the logo, the, the all that stuff. Um, yeah, we talk about everything, you know, it's, it's conversations, not for faint for the hearts. You know, we have all kinds of different things that we talk about. We talk about the hot topics going on around the world. We have hypothetical questions. Uh, I, I definitely want to incorporate more games into the show though. Like I'm talking like challenges and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like Hell stuff yeah. that makes it a little bit interesting, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Just shakes it up a little bit. Yeah. You got to shake it around. Helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> Do a little yes. helicopter. <laughs> a little helicopter action. Yeah. Uh yeah, so so I met I met M-Bomb when I when I was doing my first appearance on any podcast period. And uh he was super cool, had a really, really big influence on why I am a podcaster. And I had a lot of fun with interaction with him and jukebox with Corey Castle. That shit was fun. So much fun. Oh hell yeah. Those guys are great too. And it was just awesome because like Corey Castle had me on his uh on his show. Uh, a few weeks ago. So it was quite, it was cool to talk to him about wrestling and the things he's experienced over time because he's mm -hmm. a professional wrestler and it's just some of his experiences in that realm. So uh, it was definitely an interesting conversation to say the least. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it was really cool. I, I had, I had so much fun talking about everything we talked about. Like we talked about spirituality and then we talked about paranormal stuff and potential of extraterrestrials, crazy stuff. It is it's cray cray. Yeah. Cray cray. It's hard to believe that we are the uh, most uh, intelligent life form in the galaxy. It's hard to believe because of the choices we made in the last few years, you know? So yeah. I just, I'm not sure as a society if we're getting smarter with technology or if we're just really getting dumber. Just, I don't know. I don't know what to say here, but I can tell you right now, it's, it doesn't look good. <laughs> doesn't uh, have you, have you, have you seen Idiocracy? No. Oh, man. Idiocracy is like, it talks about the dumbing of, of the United States and the world and has uh, Owen Wilson, Terry Crews, a few other people. And it is so damn funny, but I feel like if you watch it, I feel like it's like a documentary of what's going to, of where we're, we're leading to. Yeah. I'll have to check they, it out. What, what, what streaming is that? Uh, I think you can find it on like uh, on uh, Amazon prime uh, okay. and a few other, a few other uh, channels, but yeah. It is pretty. It's it's a it's a funny damn movie. Dax Shepard's in it as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Shepard. Okay. Yeah. It, it talks about. It, it's pretty much like they encapsulate a man and the woman, the most average man and woman, and they uh, they bio or they they cryo freeze them. They get opened back up by accident and like 200, 200 300 years later, and the world has just gone to shit. Like there's a mountain of trash in the middle of like New York City. <laughs> there already is. 
Yeah, pretty much. Reminds, there, there already is. I mean, the New York City is like I've never been to New York City, and, and the only time I've ever been to New York City is at JFK Airport, which does not count, by the way. And it completely just back then it was just overcrowded with all kinds of nonsense, crime, and all that. But over the last decade, it's plummeted into something worse. Yeah, I've never I've never gone to New York City. Uh, I think the farthest north that I have been in New York is maybe Albany. Albany, all right. So I don't know where I'm, where I'm at is uh, is in the ROC, uh, Rochester, New York, home of Kodak. By the way, a lot of people know what Kodak is. Well, they used to. But uh, nice, nice. Yeah, I grew I grew up in in Erie, and uh, I had a bunch of friends. Yep. All right. Been yep. There. Uh, right along Lake Erie. And uh, I have a bunch of friends when I was in marching band, uh, a bunch of friends ended up going to play for uh, Rochester uh, um, Drum Corps up there. Okay. It, it, was, it was pretty big. I don't know how big it is now, but, uh, you know, that was that was one of the drum corps that everybody like kind of kind of moved to. And uh, it was pretty cool to see everybody expand their musical taste over that way. Yeah, there's a lot of um, different music. The, the music scene here is is pretty in depth. I mean, I'm I'm definitely a fan of the the metal scene here. Yeah. Uh, you know, we have bands like Perspectives New York. Uh, we have a More Alive, as you saw on here earlier. Um, yeah. Soma Slumber, White Tides. If you're into the metal, I'm talking like metal. Uh, we have a lot of bands here that are great. I'm talking. And it, look, there's stardom. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there you are, buddy. You, you need a you need a logo, man, because I'll throw you up on the Tron here. Um, okay. But um, yeah, dude, there's like the music scene here is pretty awesome, and uh, just everybody, it's like a community. You know what I mean? It's not just mm-hmm. about the music; it's it's just a whole ass community, which is so nice. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and one of the, one of the misconceptions I normally see, like when it surrounds like music, uh, especially with heavy metal, is is like the heavy metal community gets a bad, a bad rap. Yeah, be- it, it can. Yeah. It, get, it gets a bad rap for a select few individuals because of a select few individuals. Well, they don't know what they say. One bad apple ruins it all. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, uh, I've heard, you know, people say, Oh, you like, you, you know, you like heavy metal. You must, you know, you know, you must be like Marilyn Manson. I'm like, no, nah, no, I'm not. I'm just a regular ass dude. I just love metal. Just a regular ass dude who loves metal and loves cats. Yep. And who's got a massive beard. There you go, man. Yeah, that beard's awesome, dude. <laughs> hey, it's getting there. It's getting there. It's early in the morning, so I haven't done anything to it. I got my cat here. She's uh, my oldest one. Her name is Midna, you know, from Legend of Zelda, if you haven't already. Nice. Heard. So she's she's chilling down here wondering what I'm doing. <laughs> you, you don't you don't like this, do you? You're, you're camera shy, huh? <laughs> No, she I wants have, to get down. She wants to go. <laughs> but, uh, have, yeah, she's awesome. I have four cats of my own, and we just found out last week that one of one of the cats that was meant to be for me as, like, a birthday present is an outdoor cat. Oh. And it's the weirdest thing. Like, my she, when the girls go outside to play, she's she will sit at the back door, the back windows, and will claw at the windows. Oh, man. Go. Yeah, and so – my oldest decided, oh, we're just gonna pick her up and take her outside. And we put her on on the on the trampoline and yeah. we put her on the trampoline. Like she sits there. Like nothing like nothing's happening. <laughs> Doesn't try to jump, none of that stuff. Just like hey, I'm just yeah. out. Yeah, just just hangs out and like, you know, it's 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 pretty wild. So 
Um, yeah. yeah um, it's, it's, it's been, it's been fun uh, and, a, and a good, enjoyable time. Um, so real quick, man, uh, tell us a little bit about why you decided to get into podcasting. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot of different, it's a mishmash of different things. Uh, it, it definitely helps uh, cope with social anxiety for one, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. being on the road and hearing all these different podcasts, uh, got inspired, you know, so that, that also led to it. Uh, I guess I, I would like to say that, um, I like the storytelling, you know, there's always different stories to tell, uh, opinions. I think we need, it's important to have a dialogue. So that's another thing. Um, yeah. What we try to incorporate in our show, and that's just by nature, is the the humor, dark humor. Um, <laughs> it's just another way of coping. Uh, yep. You know, just dark humor is my thing. I love comedy. I love ma- I love laughing. So I like making people laugh during the uh, the whole the whole experience. And then uh, lastly, if uh, I know this is probably the hardest one to accomplish, is to create that community of people that follow the show and interact with you, and then like have a whole community based off of that. You know, just like people just interacting with you and it's almost like a, a community in itself, just family wise, just, you know, people asking how they are and just like being in touch with each other. You know what I mean? Like, so as they listen to you, get to know who you are. Um, you want to also know who they are as listeners too. Yeah. So I'm hoping one day that, that, that comes into the picture. We've been on doing this for like three years. So I get technically it's still new in the podcast world. I mean, there's people out there that have like, it took them like 10 years to get somewhere. So I get it. You know what I mean? So it's 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 a it's a it's a journey for sure. Yeah, creating that community is huge, especially you know doing this and and uh, and I'm I'm trying to create a community myself, uh, trying to create something special. And and I I think you know for me I I I have to look at this. And I'm yeah you know, I'm 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 still in my infancy, still baby. Yeah, you're still world. crawling, man. I'm still crawling, dude. Coming out of the wound, man. Yeah, bro. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just barely opening my eyes, you know. But uh, <laughs> they haven't but, even uh, cut the uh, the umbilical cord yet. Yeah, man. I'm still, I'm still feeding off mom, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mom's like, get uh, this thing away from me. <laughs> little alien baby. Yep. Uh, but uh, you know, the one thing that I noticed is that you know, you it, you have to you have to self promote real like right off the bat self-promote and then the moment that you that you start making connections with other people that's when they can start start you know uh promoting and and helping push your channel but it's yeah. it's hard when you don't ask for help see that's my problem right there i i don't try I, i'm more of a i'm stubborn as fuck okay yeah. sorry for the f-bomb <laughs> no you're good I, man. Uh, go for it i'm just so used to it you know um and that's why it'd be something hard for me to do if I worked it. Well, I actually, no, it wouldn't be hard to do. I, I always have to watch my P's and Q's for the most part. I try, but anyways, um, yeah, no, I've, I've always been stubborn about that. Uh, it's almost like a, okay, I have this, I got this. I don't need that extra help. And in reality, I should be like, okay, I, I need to admit that it, it, it would help in order to ask, Hey, I need some help with this. I'm not one to, uh, so I have this thing where I don't like when like all these ads come bombarding me and I just, I feel like a pain in the ass when I start putting out our content. I'm just like, okay, am I, am I like shoving this down people's throats? You know, that's not what I'm trying to do. What I'm trying to do is say, Hey, here's something you might be interested in. Uh, here's something that's funny. Here's something might be insightful. I don't know, whatever highlight clip we have of that week or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, no, you're right. It, it's, uh, it is probably the hardest thing to do in this whole thing is to uh is to get out there it's just not easy marketing sucks 
<laughs> I know, I know as a man, it's super hard to ask for help too. Like, you know, because that, that inherent nature that we have of, I got this shit and like, yeah. and like sometimes it starts to feel like, like a competition. Like I said this before, like, um, when I first started this, I had so many people reaching out and saying, Hey, I got suggestions or, Hey, you know, uh, here, let me give a little input. And I had to put my pride to the side and really say, all right, this is constructive criticism. They're not bashing me. Right. And you got to differentiate the bashing between that and the constructive criticism. And that's why like every once in a while I'll say, Hey, uh, what do you want to see on our show? What is it that you would want to benefit from? Uh, what segments, what bits, whatever you want to, what, what topics, what do you want from us? You know, give us some leeways, like give us some, uh, lead us into yeah. what you want to see that that's kind of the thing. Like, I mean, sure. We, we, we come up with our own segments. We come up with our own topics, but if somebody else out there wants to see something, I want to be able to at least do that for them. That's what's nice about that. You know? Yeah. It's not like it's a corporation that you work for. If you're in like broadcast, like radio or something, and you have to go based upon their rules, you, you, you work by your own rules. Yeah. So it, yeah. it's always nice to get that, uh, insight. Yeah. So, uh, actually it's pretty crazy. Uh, Jukebox got me into into podcasting. He was really the one that was like, "Hey, man, I think you have a good idea here. You should execute on it." And I sat on it for so long, and I I shared this in another podcast that I was that I was on before I started this one. And uh, I was like, you know, I don't know if I have anything if if I'm worth it. And uh, he was like, "No, dude, definitely, you're worth it, dude. Go for it, shoot it." And, and that's what I love about this community now. Now that I'm in it and I see it and I see how it's working here, we may joke around and, and like and like bust each other's balls, but at the end of the day, we're a huge support to each other, and and that's what what matters. It's not cutthroat. It's it's very supportive, and that's that makes it all the more enjoyable to do this shit. Yeah. No, I agree. You know, the whole cutthroat thing. Uh, it sucks when people do that. And it's like, you don't have to be that way, honestly. And that's why I have these up here, man. Like, it's not just our logo. I like to be able to, hey, you know what? If somebody here in Rochester sees the Legends 24-7 gym, doesn't know what that is, it's a brand new gym out here. Go check it out. The people that own it, awesome. And then, like, we go back to our logo, and then we try to flash another one. Uh, because I look at it this way. It's it's a family thing, you know? It's It's on the rise, not just by yourself, but together. You know, you gotta yeah. lift each other up. That's 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 the most important thing about it. Like, any, at the end of the day, people can talk all they want, but uh, actions speak louder than words. You know how it goes. Somebody somebody might you know always try to beat around the bush of, oh yeah, sure, no, I'll be a guest on your show. Just uh, it, when we get to it, it'll happen, and then it never happens, right? Yeah. Me, I'm always like, no, let's let's make it happen. You know, like yeah. today, this, this, I was like, okay, yeah, I let you know that there was a power outage here that was happening, <laughs> and then I was like, dude, let's, but no, it's still good. Like now the power's back on. Let's make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Uh, and one of, and and you did also hit on something that really that that I love personally is the storytelling storytelling portion of of it. And and I fully inherently believe that everybody has a story, and it doesn't matter if you are homeless, if you're a veteran, if you're a, you know a father, a wife, uh, a celebrity. You got a story to tell, and I, I love to hear it. Yeah, absolutely, man. I, I I love the storytelling. I like what I like hearing what other people have uh, experienced, their perspectives on the situation. Uh, on top of that, 
and then also the, the the perception of the world because everybody comes from different roots you know what i'm saying like yeah. it doesn't matter if you're from here or from where you're at now in alaska or if you're from another country uh, around the world you know what i'm saying like everybody has their own dialogue their own story their own narrative because they've gone through different things you know one person might have experienced things at 10 years old that nobody in their 40s or 50s will ever experience yeah. so it's crazy man yeah and, and and when i talk to people and i say hey i'd love to hear your story they you know so i've heard some people say oh well i don't really have a story uh you know I, i'm not anybody special and it's like but you are that's the thing your story is unique to you and 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 it can inspire somebody along the way, you know, and that's, that's, I'm, I'm all about the human inspiration, you know, um, because one person's failure could be another person's success. And so I, I absolutely love the storytelling aspect of, of doing this. Oh, absolutely. And that's yeah. what you just said right there. Inspiration. You know, I talked about it on a vlog that I have on my personal YouTube channel. Uh, I said, uh, you know, if you're inspired by somebody, that's fine. That's great. If you're trying to mimic and emulate them to the T of who that person is, you're already failing because that's not what this is about. It's not about like somebody being exactly to the T, one of their favorite actors or their favorite radio hosts or whatever the case may be. What it is, is you look at that and you go, okay, that's cool. What can I do to make my own, make it my own? What can I do to make it? as good as theirs but it be unique to me so that's mm -hmm. like you know be yourself you know that's the that's the key point here be yourself yeah. yeah i watch i watch a whole bunch of different uh like a whole bunch of different shows and, and talk shows and stuff like that and and i reach out to to you know jukebox and get his constructive criticism because i love constructive criticism and uh one of the things that he said is it's your show and I was like, yeah, I, I know it's my show, but I want some constructive criticism, you know? And he said, well, with me, I would do it this way, um, but that's just me. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. I understand it's you and 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 everybody has their own forte. And and so I really do enjoy constructive criticism because I take, I take you know, that into consideration. And one of the ways that, that uh, or one of the things that I heard like early in my recovery and we're not, we won't talk about recovery because that's what this is about. But, um, is, is you take the good and you leave the rest, take, take what you can use and, and, and put it in a bag and then, and then leave the rest. Oh, absolutely. You know, um, looking back at it, your past doesn't, um, it doesn't need to be in the now. So let me just get out there. Uh, I have a, um, a celebration of life I'm going to, and there's going to be people there that I haven't seen in over six years, and that's fine. And, uh, you know, the hes the history, the past, all that stuff, I, uh, I don't think about it. Honestly, I don't think about it at all. And whether that person uh, or those people think about it or want to treat me in a certain way because of it, um, that's fine. Uh, I won't I won't react to it. Uh, because I'm not who I was six years ago. Shit, I mean, I'm not even who I was a year ago. Th that's the thing. Like, it's always an evolving thing in life. Like, if you see yourself making the same choices, uh, doing the same exact things over the same course of, like, over the course of time. Like, if you look back six years ago and go, wow, I'm still living that type of life. I'm still saying the same things. I'm still doing the same things. Uh, you haven't really learned or experienced enough or evolved enough. I look back at things that happened six years ago and go, man, I, I would have done things a little, a lot different, actually. 
So, um, yeah, uh, the past, uh, for me, I leave it at, I leave it at that. I try to just not even think about it because it's not worth thinking about. The thing I want to think about is the now and what's going to happen next. That's yeah, all. absolutely. And, uh, well, first off, I want to say, you know, I'm sorry for your loss. Uh, I've been following Thanks. what you've been following, you know, your stuff on Facebook and, and seeing that. And I'm, and I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry that you lost a good friend. And uh, yeah, we all did, man. She uh, she knew how to light up a room um, and everybody here in the area and even outside the area that knew her. Uh, we all adored her. We all like respected the bond we had with her because she just knew how to make your day brighter. And granted, you know, at the end of the day, we don't know what's happening behind closed doors. Um, you know, we all I, and I know I think of it my own self, like what could I have said differently? What could I have done differently? But at the end of the day, I think we all have that those thoughts, and mm-hmm. I think it's just a natural thing that you know everybody goes through during grief. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I've I've lost I've lost friends, you know, and real close friends and brothers, and uh, I, I've always hit that cycle where it's like, what could I have done? You know, could I have done anything differently? Could I have reached out more? And and, and at the end of the day, the resounding answer is, no matter what I would have done, it, it would have delayed the inevitable. You know, I, I don't, I don't know what everybody thinks about fate and all that. Um, some things I, I, you know, I don't believe in coincidence, but at the same time, uh, I do think that there are some things that just happen just out of the blue. Like, I think, I don't think everybody has a set fate, if you will. Um, I think everybody has their own destiny. It's just, what, uh, but I don't know. It's, it, that goes in depth with everything that we talked about yeah. before. And yeah. It just, uh, it, it is an interesting topic to, to definitely think about though. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, and you know, uh, you said, I, I feel like we create our own destiny, and, oh, absolutely, and destiny can be altered. It it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be set in stone. No, no, not no. at all. And, and you know, you you also hit on something that was pre that 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 I I love I love you know is the fact that I'm not who I was a year ago, no. and yeah, dude, like. A year ago, someone completely different than I am today. Uh, fuck, I'm not even the same guy that I was six years ago. Physically same body, but mentality and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. If I'm in a different body, then there's something wrong. Well, then that means there's a there's a thing out there that happened that I don't know of. And if I can, I, I would just become this, uh, this whole other person. Nobody knows who I am. I can maybe start over a new life like Dexter. You know, he's just. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't want to give away spoilers if you didn't watch Dexter's. So. <laughs> I didn't watch the new season. I'm, ah. I'm a terrible. I have watched the rest of the of the seasons and uh, hell of a show. Yeah, fake your own death. Move to another part of the country. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty wild. Um, yeah, no, yeah, just... but it, if it, I mean, I mean, I mean, if we're changing lives, then uh, you know, you're just a body bag. That's all you are. <laughs> yeah, just a body no, bag. I... No, I, you know, and in retrospect, you know, I know there's points in time where as people, because it's human nature, sometimes you're like, man, I wish I was somebody else. But in the, at the end, at the end of the day, uh, no, this is uh, like you, like you said, this is my story. This is what I'm going to continue on. And uh, we're going to see where it goes. I'm in it yeah. for the good times, Sean. I'm not in it for the bad times. I'm not in it for <laughs> the long time. I'm here for the good times. Yep. Yeah. Don't stop me. Cause I'm having a good time <laughs> every day. Every day, you got to find yourself a nice, nice little portion of time and say, "Fuck it, 
I'm going to have it a good time. I'm not going to have to worry about all the nonsense. I don't care about no bullshit. You just got to sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Yeah, yeah. So you you recently jumped back into your vlog. Tell you me know, about that. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, you know, I got started in, in videoing and all that stuff. Like, let's see, what is this, 2022? 2005, so that's God knows how long, what, 15, 16, 17 years ago? 17 years. 17 years ago, uh, a couple of buddies of mine, we just, I had worked and I had gotten enough money to buy this big, not really huge like in the 90s, but a big enough bulky little handy cam. Uh, I bought that for a few hundred dollars, maybe 400, I think it was like 400 bucks. And then I was like, all right, let's, let's, let's film some of the dumb shit we say, some of the stupid shit we do. And we did. And then eventually the video editing came in and, you know, Windows Movie Maker is the ass end of all jokes because it's just, it's the most lousy, most basic piece of crap out there. <laughs> but hey, you got to start somewhere because you know what? Yeah. If you don't start on that, you don't, you're not going to start at all on video editing. So yeah. I got into that. Um, over the years, we, we started doing sketch videos. Uh, and then I just uh, we we started doing a web series. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, looking back at it now, it's janky as fuck because I could do a lot better now. Uh, yeah. Like you know, it just the, the technology that is advanced, the things that I've gotten over the years that I wasn't really putting into good use. I should, uh, but that's why I was like, you know what, screw this. Now here we are in 2022, and I decided let's take these video editing skills and put them back out there. And that's why I started a vlog. I was like. I don't, I don't really know what's going to come of it. I mean, it might not come of anything of it, but I, I just want to be able to get that out there, that creativity. You know, yeah. I love cinematography. I love all that stuff. You know, just the, the storytelling and just about a five-minute, six-minute video. You know, yeah. just action-packed full of stuff. And, you know, I see a lot of these videos like 15 to 20 minutes long, and I'm just like, who the fuck's sitting there watching this? Especially <laughs> yeah. if it's just, especially if it's just some guy, no, no video editing at all. Just, you know, and I, I know I'm not going to drop names, but this one YouTuber in particular, I think his oh. whole channel, his whole niche is just to pick on him. That's it. Oh. And it's pretty lousy when you think about it. Like, yeah, he might have like 35,000 followers or whatever the fuck it is, but they're all 35,000, 35,000 followers making fun of him. Yeah. Like, is that what you want? I mean, I guess any any attention's good attention to some people. To some, for me, I would rather just have. I'd rather see quality over quantity. You know, I just I don't. I don't know. I just feel bad for those people that that's all they worry about is the numbers. Like I gotta have a million followers. Like okay, well, especially in the day now, like today's day and age, the algorithms. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. I I've, you know, uh, I do the whole TikTok thing and somebody pointed out, you know, if I have a, have a million followers, they're not, a, they're not followers at that point. They're just subscribers. That's it. There's no interaction. There's no well, human that's interaction. It. That's just it. You can have all the followers you want. The interaction is what's important. If you don't have the interaction, then forget it. There's no, I mean, yeah, you might see a thousand, not, like the number of thousand is followers or whatever. But if nobody's commenting, nobody's liking, nobody's doing anything, then what the hell's the sense of it? Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's that's the hard part is like for me, uh, you know, I'm sitting like like I just hit 58,000 followers on TikTok. And when I go live, I, I open up my my room. I cook dinner. But I don't open up. No, we're, we're not going in my bedroom. I'm not twerking on the bed. <laughs> all right. <laughs> 
but <laughs> oh, that that's what there's. Yeah, yeah, there's some adult sites for that. Goddamn it! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a wholesome family show. Damn it! Yeah, yeah, we're here for a good time, not to get naked. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I cook dinner and and I just interact with people, and I open up my room and I look at the number, and the number in the top of the box of people in the room is like four hundred and fifty something, and I'm like, oh nope, I don't want this because there's going to be nobody talking. They're just going to be watching me. And, and, and as people start to comment and, and like talk to me and stuff, I enjoy that human interaction because I don't really interact with people, you know, in my day. Uh, I don't go, I don't leave the house because we got one car and the wife goes to work. Okay. And then there's, yeah, yeah. And I could go, go on a walk. Body hurts. That's why I got massage therapy later on today, you know? (laughs) Um, But uh, I don't really interact with with people very much. And so that human interaction that I get, even if it's through a screen or people joking around or whatever, that that means the world to me. And if I didn't have that, then I wouldn't be doing it at all. Yeah. Um, I've heard somebody tell me, you know, oh, M-Bomb, you should get a a TikTok and and get all these people because, you know, that's how people blow up. I'm like, I'm too old for TikTok. Me personally, I feel like I'm old. Like it would, I just, I don't, I'm not about the whole dancing and lip syncing and all that. It's just not my thing. Like I just, it would be out of character for me. So I don't know. I'm not a big, uh, I'm not sure what TikTok's usually used for it other than dancing and lip syncing and, and all that other stuff so well, i can answer that for you <laughs> all right well i'm glad because now that you said you're on there i can maybe get a little bit in depth with it all right man so i actually and i'll tell you what like how i started in tiktok and what i do so um i hated tiktok my kids watched it i absolutely despised it because i felt like it was the dumbing of society and that there's people blowing up you know, getting famous that really didn't deserve it. Um, and, and just people being really nasty. And so I used to sit on and play Xbox and my wife would watch TikTok behind me on the couch. I'd be in my, my recliner and, uh, I would hear some of these things that are going on. And I'm like, that is just the worst fucking platform ever. Like, why are they allowing these people to do this? And uh, there was something that hit me. Uh, and, and in the field that I, I work in, uh, in peer support, we're all about addiction, recovery, and mental health. And so I'm sitting there, and, this, and my wife is tearing up crying. And I was like, what's wrong? And she's like, I want you to listen to this. And it was this lady who had lost her husband to addiction. Oof. And he had wrote a note to her, and she read the note on, on TikTok. And it, it punched me in the gut. And I said, well, you know, if, if there's, I was, I, I, and, and that's really the turning point for me. That was like, there's a lot of pain and it doesn't matter if it's on Facebook, uh, Instagram, because people can mask it, but there's certain times where you can't. And so that's when it, like the door opened up for me. And, and, and I looked at my wife and I said, uh, there's a lot of pain and maybe I can do some good. And so I jumped in there. And I, I do a lot of, at first I did a lot of uh, instructional videos like about addiction and mental health recovery and about like, you know, what different forms of addiction are, what different forms of, of, uh, of mental health recovery are or like triggers and stuff like that, like pretty much encompassing what I do. And then one day I was just like, I wasn't having a good day mm-hmm. at all. And I posted up my my 
my vulnerability. I was super vulnerable. That's one of the things like about me is, is I don't hide my emotions. Um, everybody says, Oh, you don't have, you know, you don't have to show us that you're angry or that you're upset. And I'm like, why? Cause that would take away the genuinity of the situation. Yeah. Like if, if I'm masking and I'm just putting a smile on for you, that's how I've lived my life for 32 fucking years. That's yeah, not where exactly. I am. It's not where I'm in. It is. It is. Um, you know, and, and, and I said, if I have to put a mask on, then, then I'm doing something wrong. So I showed my insecurity and I showed my vulnerability and, and, you know, I just pretty much was like, I need somebody to talk to. And the response to that video, the interaction to that video was just astounding. And I, I, I hate numbers. I absolutely hate numbers. Uh, but looking at it now, it's sitting at 1.3 million views, like, like, I think 80,000 comments, something like that. And and it, they're all comments that are like, you know, we're here for you, blah, blah, blah. And, and that's what I wanted to really, uh, really promote is like, is like, there is this community of people that do give a shit, but you gotta, you, you have to find it. And, and so, so now I'm in the, in the, in the industry of helping people on TikTok, And I do post up some funny videos. Like the other day, uh, there is, there is a video of, of this lady that was that was making like peanut butter baked chicken. <laughs> what? Like she made yeah, she was like peanut butter baked chicken. I was like, oh yeah, let's continue this trend of shit that just doesn't make sense. Like soy sauce and paper, like lip biscuit and good music. And like <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And and you can find things to be you know that are funny. And one and you know, one one of my buddies is really close to me um here in Anchorage that's in recovery. He was like, hey man, you should switch up your content sometimes. Um, so that people see a different side of you. Cause if they see the serious side all the time, it's just going to get to that point where they're like, okay, well, yeah. yeah. See, I'm a pretty funny dude sometimes. No, I know. And that's what I always, you know, I'm tired of people saying things like, Oh, just put yourself in a box. Right. They tell you to go, yeah. Oh, niche it down, niche it down. Whether it be podcasting, whether it be YouTube, whatever the case may be. And I'm so fucking tired of hearing niche, because it's like, okay, you're, you're doing one thing, but at the end of the day, like, aren't you going to get tired of doing that one thing, like that one topic, that one subject, that's all you're doing, and then day in and day out, it's like grinding out at work, right? You just get yeah. burnt out after a while. So, no, it's that's why I'm like, okay, so with a niche, right, they want you to box yourself into this one category. Fuck that, man. I don't want to do that. That's why, I, that's why, like, with our show, we talk about everything. Like, it doesn't matter if it's, like, something funny or something that's that happened that's just absolutely insane like that's why we like to change it up and yeah. i just i get bored easily like if i was talking about say say there's a show out there that's been on for like 10 years right yeah. it's on season 10 i'm gonna first of all i'm gonna get bored of talking about it after a while i mean yeah i might like the show but that's not all i want to talk about and second of all what happens when season 11 comes around and they go all right serious <laughs> serious finale they're done what do you do right. after that the show's gone so what happens to your show it's you can't it's gone you have to start something else yeah so like screw the niche man that's why i don't like them so when you say that it's like yeah you know you got to show people a different side of you um and that's what i like about that is because you know you're not only reaching the the people that are gonna be your subscribers or whatever you want to call them uh, at the core you're gonna uh -huh. reach out to other people and they're gonna see those videos and maybe they'll uh you know they'll look into those and, and relate to those 
Yeah, I I cannot stand the box. You know, because I I put myself in a box my whole life, and and now you know, uh, in in my, the the portion of my life that I'm in now, I'm discovering who I am. You know, and, and rediscovering who I am because you know, twelve and a half years I was in the army. I didn't know who I was. I didn't have an identity except for a uniform. And so as when I, you know, when I got out, I struggled to find out who I was, you know, and that was part of the addiction. Um, but now it's like crazy because like, I can't sit here and say, I'm, I'm just a peer support specialist. Cause I'm not, right. yeah, I, I can't just say, Oh, I'm, you know, a podcaster. Cause that's just not all I am. Right. And uh, yes, yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's a beautiful thing when you start to try and discover who you are as a person and, and, you know, kind of take that and, Put it in a melting pot. So it's funny that you say that. You're 32? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm 31. 33. 33? Okay. So I look at it this way. I feel like once you hit 30, something changes mentally. I don't know what it is. I don't know what happens. Like the build up to 30 is like, oh, God, this sucks. This sucks. I'm getting old. <laughs> yeah. Getting old. You hit 30 and you're like, you know what? Fuck that. I'm yeah. trying to figure out who I am still. So, like, you start, like, saying, screw all this nonsense that I've been living, like, you know, trying to do things because people expect that out of you or or just living for other people. Forget all that. Forget all that. Now you're looking to start the journey of who the fuck am I? Like, who am I really? So, like, you know, people are like, oh, you know, life's pretty much over when you're 30. Like, those people they have no fucking clue. Because I was one of those people. I was like, man, yeah. you're 30 years old. It's, it's pretty much downhill from here. Yeah. But it's like, no, this is... This is just the beginning. Still, it's it's like a, it's a it's a hard thing. So that when you said that, when you're trying to find out who I'm doing the same thing, man. Like it's just it's a it's a journey that I just never expected to happen. I thought that was supposed to be in your twenties. Yeah. Apparently, that doesn't. The twenties are just a fucking <laughs> playground. That's just yeah. a demo. The game yeah. starts now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The game starts now. <laughs> the pre-release is right now. I fucking hated this trial. I don't want this anymore. <laughs> I don't. I want my refund. <laughs> right. No, it's crazy because you mentioned 30 and I feel like I feel like the 30s are your learning like like the years of learning, like really learning them lessons that are like well, that that sucks. And then mm -hmm. it's crazy to think that like 40s are your prime from what I hear from people. It's like 40s are your prime. That's where like your life is about to get a whole lot better or a whole lot fucking worse. Right. The, <laughs> the midlife crisis and some people hit that at like 25. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some people yeah, some people hit that at 25 and it's, I guess it's all in the maturity you know, like. Yeah. 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 It's definitely interesting man. Like, like you said it's just 30 man. It's all about that age. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so do you pull inspiration from other people, like for your channel, like what, with what you do, like other uh, YouTubers, other podcasters? Yeah, I would always, I would like to uh, say I do. Um, I listen to a couple different podcasts uh, throughout, you know, my time, and you know, one's actually a radio show uh, that I, I listened to for over a decade, and I just the reason why I absolutely like what they do, it's because. So when you're on the road most of the time and you, you're by yourself and you're feeling that, you know, that loneliness closing in on you, it's like you're listening to these people, right? They're cracking jokes. They're talking about important things happening around in the world. They're, they're just talking about like personal stuff. And it's like you, you're, it's like you're part of the, the crew without being part of that crew. You know their life. You know their opinions. 
mm-hmm. it's like you're not lonely anymore. That's all done. Like you listen to this show and you feel like you feel like you're not working alone anymore. So that was always a, a nice thing to um to feel, right? Yeah. And then like all the little inside jokes, like you understand them. The people that listen to that show understand them. I wanted to do that. I was like, well, shit, let's, let's fucking do a show, man. Let's, let's make it like, okay, let's do the inside jokes. Let's, let's have our own stories. Like we, we have our own person, like we talked about earlier, our own stories. Cause we all have them. And uh, let's build this community just the way that I was introduced to this show. Granted, it's a larger production and they're syndicated throughout the fucking country on, on the yeah. radio station. Yeah. That's a whole different ball game, obviously. But what I'm saying is like, if somebody out there is listening to the show that we make, right. Yeah. And maybe they're in a similar situation where they feel alone all the time or feel lonely, whatever. And then they, they like feel like they belong, so to speak. Uh-huh. That's why I have a phone line, man. Like I, I always, I always implore people call the, sh- call the show, you know, like we want to uh-huh. hear your voices too. So <laughs> yeah, it's like a community, man. That's what I want. It's, it's what we were here for. Yeah. But yeah. So, and then vlogging, you know, I don't know shit about vlogging other than like, I know that like, what is there, Mr. Beast and all that stuff? They like vlog yeah. about crazy shit and like mm-hmm. they have like multi million subscribers and stuff. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, vlogging was never my thing until like I started watching them and I was like, man, this is kind of cool because they're showcasing, they're showcasing what their experiences are. Like, it's a whole different thing that you and I might not ever experience. So maybe I can do that for somebody else. Like, okay, this is our city. This is our town. This is what we do. And this is the shit we, uh, we enjoy and maybe things that you'll never experience. Who knows? Yeah. That's so. pretty wild. Yeah. yeah I, I know for me, I follow a few vlogs. Uh, I follow yours, uh, but I also follow like uh, Sammy Guevara from uh, AEW. He's got a vlog. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a vlog. Oh, Evil, Evil Uno has a vlog. I watch what? his. Yeah, his is primarily aimed toward like uh, like appearances and gaming and stuff like that. Okay. Um, I watch uh, Danhausen's vlog. I'm a huge fan. I'm a fan Housen of Danhausen. Oh man, I didn't know he had one. Okay, so like I I'm I'm new to this character. I I gotta be blunt about it. I don't understand it. I think it's cool though because he's got this old school classic horror vibe to him. So that's kind of cool. I'll explain. Uh, I'll explain yeah. his. I'll explain his character. So, Donovan Danhausen used to be a, a wrestler. That's his name, Donovan Danhausen, and okay. he used to be a wrestler. He's been in the game for about ten or fifteen years, and he 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 had this very bland character. He's got a. I mean, all the tattoos you see, he's had for a long time. He used to wear black trunks with. You know the elbow pads and the knee pads, and his very pristine, pushed back hair, and it got him nowhere, like absolutely nowhere, to the point where he was like, "I am done with wrestling. I don't want it anymore," because he just didn't feel like he was progressing in his career. And somebody said, "Why don't you reinvent? You know, reinvent yourself. You know, take things that you enjoy, incorporate them into your character, and then." go from there and he he's a huge like like horror movie buff this dude like and he's a huge nerd too so you know he loves like star trek star wars uh simpsons you name it like the dude the dude is is a nerd and uh i i support it i love nerds i'm a nerd myself i got batman right behind right back behind me (laughs) um but um he ended up incorporating all these horror movies into his character. You know, he used to walk out with, with a plastic bag over his head and then some face paint. 
just oh, wow. yeah and then something clicked with him and he started this Danhausen character that he has now where it's where it's it's very vaudeville and uh he and, and and he curses people he believes he has superpowers to curse people and one of the things that a lot of people on AEW haven't seen yet if you if you're just catching them on AEW is that one of his things is he pours a jar of teeth down people's throats in his that. match. Oh, it's wild. It's wild. And he jokes around that he gets his teeth from Britt Baker because she's she's a dentist in real uh, life. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they've known each other for a while. And you know, so uh I've I watched his vlog starting last year. Um I started watching it because he goes on toy hunts with like Ethan Page, they're good friends, and with a bunch of other people. And they go on these toy hunts and he talks about his daily life. And you know, he he broke his leg like last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, com- completely broke his leg in one of his last matches on the in Ring of Honor. And um so he went into re- you know, into rehab for his leg. And that gave him time to actually like do vlogs and stuff like that and, and get more in depth with it. And and I I absolutely fell in love with Danhausen. And then when they brought him in to AEW, I was just over the moon. I was like, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but uh yeah, I follow Danhausen's vlog. I watch the Young Bucks vlog. Um Damn, they all got him, don't they? Yeah, well, being the elite, the Young Bucks, there, there's been going on for I think, I want to say six years. Oh wow! So they've been in that game for a long time, then. Oh yeah, they've been they they've been vlogging for a long time. So, um, yeah, it's, I know it's like I know it's been around for a while, but damn, dude. Yeah, they just I think they just hit 300 episodes on theirs. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um. But they, oh, yeah, they do yeah. a lot of like they do a lot of like staying in character. Um they don't really oh, they do. Break. Oh yeah. So like if they're playing a face, they'll be a face in their vlog, but if they're being a heel, they'll play ah. a heel in their vlog. Yeah. And then they bring a lot of different people in. Like they have Adam Cole in there from time to time. They have a running storyline with like uh Dolph Ziggler's brother. because uh, <laughs> Dolph Ziggler's brother's a wrestler. Um they have Where's he at? He he's in AEW. Oh shit. Yeah, he 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 does like small appearances. His name is uh uh not Nick Nemeth. I can't remember his name. He's a Hollywood hunk. I can't remember his his actual first name, but his last name is Nemeth. I think Ryan Nemeth, maybe. Okay, yeah. I have to look it up. Yeah, but and they have like a running storyline with Peter Avalon. Um and they used to have one with like Fuego del Sol and stuff, stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, they got cool storylines and they catch some of the behind the scenes things that you, as a fan, you don't really see, like, um, like the debut of Adam Cole and, and Brian Danielson, like the moments before where they're sitting at, you know, at the, at the ramp, yeah. like gorilla waiting to go in. Dude, that's um, crazy, man. When CM Punk debuted. Yeah, dude. I don't know if you're a, a fan of CM Punk, but when he came back, I, I cried. Yeah, no, I I'm a fan of him. I uh, you know, I lost touch with him obviously because he yeah. went and did you know UFC. And I, I watched those fights. Uh, uh, you know, he had to do what he had to do. I honestly give him props for that because he said fuck everything else. You know, this is what he felt like he needed to do, yeah. and he did it. Even if it wasn't the most successful thing that he needed that he did, he felt like he needed to do this. And I I don't blame him one 
one at, at all 100 i'm uh, i am i'm behind it like whatever man you you wanted to do this do it it's like i always tell people if you feel like you you feel like you want to do something whether it be start a band become a musician whatever or you want to start a youtube channel a podcast or you want to do whatever you want to do you want to become an artist just to fucking do it don't worry about what other people are saying because if you worry about what they're saying it's just you're already failing you got to do it so I, I get it you know he didn't win either fights and um he's back he's back in the wrestling world he's in the aew now so here we are man he's uh and now he's injured yeah sucks but here we are yeah as soon as he won the world title too well, it's kind of to be expected. I mean, the guy has been out of the game for how many years? So ring rust is is real. He's been yeah. going hard for the last half of a year. So I guess he, it's bound to happen. The one thing, uh, and this is why, yeah, I think we talked about it before. You know, the wrestling, the wrestling community, like the fan community, is very toxic. I told that to uh, Corey Castle when I was on his show, and yeah. I was actually asking him, and he didn't even hear about this, but apparently uh, Sammy Guevara and uh, Tay Conzi were getting death threats from this weirdo mm-hmm. fan on Twitter. And I was like, yeah. why the fuck? And then, of course, Alexa Bliss had gotten some death threats, and I'm like, dude, what is going on in the wrestling community? They are going wild. They are wilding right now. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Like uh, Sonya Deville a few years ago, somebody, a fan actually showed up to her house. With rope and knife? Yeah. Kidnapper. yeah yeah like fans are fucking crazy dude they it's still real to them damn it yeah i mean <laughs> i enjoy i enjoy wrestling as much as the next person but goddamn they're like when the lines of reality get blurred like you need to go to counseling my guy like <laughs> calm down yeah, like what is the what do these people think man they're on like on social media saying they're gonna shoot somebody or like like home fry you're on fucking social media everybody can see it yeah, yeah, they. I, I've, I've seen where, where I mean, because Alexa Bliss and Ryan, I think it's Ryan Cabrera. Yeah, they got married, yeah. and people are like, "I'm gonna go fucking kill your husband." Like what? Why? For what? For what reason? Like what is fucking going on in somebody's head that needs to 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 say that or feel that way? I don't know. It's wild, you know, and and like the fan interactions when fans get involved in a wrestling. I think that's just that's too much. When they jump in the barricade, like when Seth Rollins got attacked just recently. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are they thinking? Well, that guy actually, well, that was because that um, isolated incident was because that fan thought that Seth Rollins was scamming him. Yeah. There was a whole bunch of scams going on. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, what the hell's her name? Uh, Liv Morgan. She was just yeah. a part of that. Yep. Somebody had uh, posed as Liv Morgan was like, this whole guy lost his fucking house. He lost his life, basically. His whole yeah. life financially just gone because somebody pretended to be Liv Morgan. Now, realistically, and I don't know the whole story, but I'm sorry, but that guy's obviously a dummy if he thinks that a celebrity who's on TV and has probably more money than anybody else, any of us will make in our lifetime is going to be asking him for help. <laughs> yeah, and then on, to- on top of that, like you got to look at it. Does it have a blue check next to its name? Right. If it doesn't, then it's not real. I don't know. The th- I don't understand the thinking, but I'm just saying, like, for me, I would think, okay, something's wrong here. Now, why would this? Why would this person that's on television talk to me? They wouldn't. So no, I'm sorry. I'm not going to ask you for money. <laughs> no. Oh, absolutely not. If somebody, no, if somebody, if somebody is like reaching out to you and saying, "Hey, uh, will you will you sell your house for me?" Absolutely not. <laughs> Fuck no. 
<laughs> no, man. <laughs> this is my mind. right. This is my domicile, bro. Yeah. Plus, I I can't sell my house because I live on a military base. <laughs> yeah, they, would, they would love you, man. They would fucking rake you over the coals. <laughs> yeah, I'd oh, probably Sean, get arrested. You think you're funny, huh? You're gonna sell your house on a military base? Yeah, good one, buddy. <laughs> oh, you're selling it to who? Yeah. Oh, you're selling it to Tay Conti? Oh, that's great. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, good job. Deal. Jennifer Good Lopez? Luck. Oh, she needs help financially? Oh, God. I didn't, <laughs> she, I didn't know she was in this bad of a spot. I didn't realize. Right. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, on top of that, there's there's some other some other vlogs that I follow. Um, there's I love horror movies. Like, I'm a huge horror movie buff, but not like the B and C-rated cheesy horror movies, you know? I, I like the classics. I like the, uh, the Creature, the Black Lagoon, you know, stuff yeah. like that. Well, there's a difference between classics and, like... And like we're talking about like like eleven eleven eleven. Did you oh yeah, yeah. I watched was... it when it first came out like t- uh, eleven years ago. God, eleven. Uh, the one, <laughs> there it is. The, the one fucking scene. I'm watching it. I'm I'm just I forget where I was. Or was I at my friend's house? In the, I think it was at my friend's house, and it was like late at night. And I think it was the only one really paying attention to this movie. And this one scene, it shows the chick in the bathtub after she just got electrocuted to death. Mm-hmm. And the next scene, she fucking blinks. And I go, hold the fuck up. I paused yeah. that fucking movie. I went back and I watched it again. I go, hold up. Let's talk about this for a moment. <laughs> Netflix, what the fuck is going on right? here, buddy? You paid money to have this on your streaming service. And it's not even like this is supposed to be a professional made movie. And you have a corpse blinking in your scene. I'm sorry, but you failed. <laughs> There's a lot of terrible movies on Netflix. I canceled it like last year. I said, screw this. I'm getting uh, Discovery Plus. The only reason that I keep Netflix around is because Stranger Things. Yeah, that's the one thing I gotta say. That and Black Mirror, because Black Mirror is good too. Black Mirror is great. Uh I don't I don't know if you've seen the new season of Stranger Things. Holy Christ. Not yet. My God, I'm not gonna spoil it for you, but it oh my god, best fucking season I've ever seen. I'm gonna have to get Netflix for a month just to watch it and then just let it go by the wayside again. Yeah, it, oof. yeah, it, it best season and the second part. I think this is the end of the of the series. Has is, to be at this point. Yeah, July 1st they're airing the second part of season two, uh, season five. I think maybe they're doing another season. I don't know, but it's the best season that they've ever done. Well, I mean, the last time they were on, the kids were young, and now, like, what, what, Millie Bobby Brown's, like, what, 81 years old now? She's 81. (laughs) I mean, she's got kids of her own. Yeah, she's got grandchildren. They're all part of the movie now. The the guy who's the sheriff, he's fucking, he's he's just a walking corpse that's CGI. I mean, at this point, it's been so long. They have to just stop it now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The next season they ever do is they're all going to be either dead or in a wheelchair in a nursing home. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I just don't much. think it's gonna be a good good idea. Yeah, you can't pretend to be a kid for so for too much longer. No, it's, it just, it's, it's gonna get weird. Well, it is weird. You know, there's grown men out there that pretend to be infants and they have big, two hundred and fifty pound uh, supporting beds and diapers and yeah, it's, let's it's not, a real lifestyle, man. <laughs> let's not get into that. <laughs> That's gonna scar me for life. <laughs> goo goo gaga. Uh, no. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, uh, no, so so I'm a huge horror movie buff, and I love everything horror. Uh, I love true crime, all that stuff. And there's a channel on YouTube that I watch, and I am gonna plug them. And it's the Grim Life Collective, and they go all through the country, and they they 
go to some of these filming locations to some of these haunted locations graves uh and like a bunch of cons all over the place and it's it's a husband and wife super cool he uh you know they dress up in and like a bunch of satanic gear they walk into churches it's great Damn. They went to Salem uh, around Halloween. They went to Satanic uh, Temple, I think, up in Salem. I think Just they went. up as Jesus. Yeah, pretty much. You know, like the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> they really did that? Oh, shit. No, no, no. no. Oh, no. that's pretty fucking savage. No, I just, okay, so like, so like the husband, he's got slick back, black hair, big ass gauges in his ears, tattoos, painted nails, uh, just super cool dude. And then the wife, she's got neon green hair. Uh, if she had black hair, she'd remind me of Elvira or okay. Vampira. Yeah, and like she's super cool. They're both super cool. Uh, they go to a bunch of cons. They interview, uh, you know, celebrities. Like they interviewed the guy that played the most recent Michael Myers. Um, a bunch of other people, and they they went to the filming location of like. I think the most recent one that they did was the silence of the lambs, Buffalo Bill's house. Okay. Which is now turned into like a bed and breakfast slash museum. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So they go throughout. Yeah. They go throughout the whole country and, and and they explore these different things. They did like a walkthrough of river Phoenix's death locations. Um, Ed Gein, they went to his house. Oh shit. Yeah, dude, like they they do some really wild things. And it's even went to like Area 51 at the gate. Yeah. <laughs> I just posted that on my Facebook this morning. Uh the, the, the Internet Explorer, like, on oh, my way, way to go raid Area 51, guys. It's been, like, <laughs> fucking two and a half years. No, it's been about two years. Um, yeah, RIP uh Internet Explorer, because apparently yesterday <laughs> it shut it down. So yeah, death of the Internet Explorer. Yeah, it's it's gone, man. You know, man, all right. It's my childhood. It's another yeah. thing from my childhood gone. Uh, what the fuck was that? Um, the the uh, God, what was the other browser? It was. It started with an N, I think. Uh, not navigation. What the hell was it? I don't remember. It was like back in the like late nineties. Yeah. But um, all these uh, the only one that's really worth worth your while is either Chrome or Firefox or Opera or even uh, well. You could go with Tor and all that stuff too, but yeah, <laughs> we're going in the dark web at that point. <laughs> Been there, seen that. Holy shit! That's one thing I won't fuck around with. I've yeah. read a lot of horror stories. Um, so it's a really fucky way to get to it. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna explain it. If anybody wants to go in the dark web, that's on them. Yeah. Been there, seen it. Uh, some of the things you uh, even just like the way it's laid out, it looks like a Wikipedia page. <laughs> Mm, Jesus. <laughs> so, um, some of the things that are people are even trying to sell on there, like I'm just like, how the fuck are they getting away with this? And yeah. by the way, you know, if people think that this is like a legit thing, like, don't they understand that there's like probably undercover cops on there that are doing the same thing to catch people? Oh yeah. Oh, you're trying to buy a stolen credit card. Oh wow. yeah. It's fucking, just it's it's a scary place on there, man. I watched a documentary on the Silk Road, and for me, that was enough to be like. All right, good. <laughs> I'm Don't all right on that. Oh, I, I contemplated like like fucking around on the dark web, and then I seen the documentary on the Silk Web and or the Silk Road, and I was like, you know what? Don't need it. It don't need it. I don't need this. There's, there's nothing on that side of the world that like is going to intrigue me enough to step step over there. No, you don't need it. No. I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, like, if I want to watch real demonic videos, I don't need to go on the dark web, okay? <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, like, so. It's like, here, Sean, here's the dark web. And you're <laughs> like, oh, nope, all set, fam, all set. I don't want to. <laughs> you keep it? You keep it? I'm, I'm good over that. here. Yeah, we're, we good on this side. I'm good in my little corner of the world. The grass is not so greener over there because it's the dark web. Yeah, it's very much dark grass. You can't see shit. <laughs> you can't. I'm blind. Yeah, yeah, I won't fuck around on the dark web. Um, you don't fuck around on the dark web. Oh hell no. No, no. no. I don't know why anybody would. No, there's people out there that like to uh, indulge in some criminal activities, and they they, they don't mind get dabbling into these little things and maybe getting their uh, hands dirty with when it comes to uh, narcotics, and yeah. stolen credit cards, and even uh, body parts. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to get into depth with some of the things I've I've read or have seen on there, but uh, it's uh, what you hear on the internet about the dark web. It's it's there. It's real. Yeah. Now, now I do have a question that just popped up in my head. Yeah. Have you ever messed around with Rando Nautica? Oh boy. So I feel like you have. I have once. That's it. Um, <laughs> so we talked about this on the show on our podcast a year maybe two years ago mm-hmm. and uh we did a little live segment on the not on the actual show but on our facebook page we went and uh we did some random nautica i am not completely sold on it i you know we we asked we what was our the last thing we thought of is uh green the color green and it took us to this park and there was like green tables and green this and green that but i'm just like oh, that's just too much of a coincidence i think yeah i think i need to see something more it has to be bold. Validating. Yes. I need to see something more validating. Like if I s- say something specific, it needs to be like in my face. This is what I asked for. Have you seen some of the, some of the things that like people have thought of and it's come up and it's just been like bizarre. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're like on YouTube and all that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen some things. Uh, I've, I've seen people like find like these weird like dolls on fences and stuff um like just these weird abandoned like looking places uh some lady the one girl said that she was getting followed at night by some guy Mm -hmm. i I don't know there's like a whole but but who's to say that any of that stuff is real yeah i know the one that really like sucked me in was like okay i gotta find more out about this was uh the case in seattle i don't know if you heard about that one now, is this the one where they found the uh, the bag under the bridge, yeah. the teenagers? We talked yeah. about it. Uh, that's actually how we talked about Randonautica on the show oh. is because we brought up that whole scenario where they found mm-hmm. body parts in the bag. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I when when I seen that, I was like, no way. And then I was like, okay, well, let me go down the rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. And it's super easy to like, to like pick out what's real and what's not. Like... There's this whole line where this guy's like, I have been followed for three weeks by Randonautica. And like, he finds a random photo in the road and he picks it up. First off, like, dude, I don't care who you are. If I find a random phone on the side of the road, I'm not picking that motherfucker. Not even look. Nah, I'm just going to look at it and go, it's not mine. Don't want to know. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, my guy. Like that. That's (laughs) not, that's not my cup of tea. No, no, no. I have no use for it. Uh, but there are people dumb enough to do that. And, um, yeah, yeah. And, and and then next thing you know, uh, this guy's getting death threats on that phone. 
Oh, even better. Yeah. And then like odd coincidences are happening around him and it's all coincidental. Like this guy gets a, gets a message on that phone and the, and and it says, I'm watching you. And it's a picture of him and all his friends around him. I'm like, you just so happy to be this massive YouTuber and you picked up a phone. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. So this phone was unlocked. Yeah. Cause it had to be obviously. Yeah, obviously. Um, I feel like it's, this is a plant. If anything, yeah. like this phone was planted there to get somebody's attention and fuck with them. Yeah. Either that or it was the content for the channel. Like it, it wasn't real. You know, I mean, they, they, it was very convincing, but like at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I feel like there's a lot of interactions that people have this, like that's very much planted. Oh yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like that's one thing I have a problem with is that some of the stuff you see on YouTube you're just like, dude, it's fake. It's fake. Fake, fake, yeah. fake, 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 fake. And I, I'm just like, I don't want that. I want genuine legitimacy. Yeah, I, I I, hate I hate watching videos where people are like, I helped out an old man today. Or or I gave, I look at my interaction with this homeless person. That's not genuine. If it was genuine, you wouldn't be recording it. I, I don't know if you've seen these this this, this new trend. It is the most developmentally delayed thing I've seen in ages, but it's of these these girls that make themselves look like they're naked. They have this big old balloon in front of them, and, it, and this guy comes into the room, and they ask all these stupid questions, and they're like, oh, I don't know. I, to be honest with you, I skipped through most of it because it's like 15 minutes long, and by the, uh, the last five seconds, the, the balloon pops, and she's wearing nothing but like a tube top and maybe some short shorts. You're like, who, who the fuck's watching this? And why are you yeah. watching it for 15 minutes long? And, and first of all, it's... It's all fake. The guy yeah. knows he's in on it. And that's another thing that bothers me is like these these prank videos where the person that's pranking's in on it and the person that's getting pranked is in on it. Like they that's not a prank. That's yeah. stupid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then you got real pranks that go too far. Well, yeah, then you got that. And then you just shake your head and just go, dude, you went too far, man. Yeah. Um, you know, you you there's gonna be a point in time where somebody goes too far and it break somebody mentally well that's just it like what if i always wonder like what if like the the ones where people like really put somebody in a bad situation where they get scared like, what if somebody gets killed because of that like they just flip a shit and just fucking choke someone out like yeah yeah you know what i mean somebody wearing like the clown like the clown suits remember back in the day yeah and those people were wearing clown suits chasing people like what yeah. if somebody got a gun and shot one of those people right right like if somebody's coming at me with a knife and a clown suit and I have a gun on me, you best fucking, uh, you better fucking just, well, there's nothing you can do because if the person is feeling threatened and you're trying to defend yourself, you're going to shoot them. Yeah, absolutely. You can go too far, man. That's insane. Like, like, uh, you know, I, I, I know the whole point of Jackass, the movie is to do dumb stuff, but this last one kind of took it too far in some aspects. Um, I watched it. My wife and I watched it. Uh, and I know jukebox did a uh, interview with, um, Oh God. Let's see what who was Preston. it again? Well, no, it wasn't Preston. <sighs> Wee Man. That was oh, Wee Man. Okay. I wanted to say Preston, uh, but I was like, because they always do this skit where they're chasing. Yeah. He's mm -hmm. always chasing Wee Man around and shit. Mm -hmm. uh, no, it wasn't. It was Wee Man. He did an interview with Wee Man. I was like, all right. So I, we watched the movie, and I was just like, yeah. If I put myself in some of those situations, like with the bees and shit, I hate fucking bees, man. They, yeah. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what. I just don't like things that fly around and can sting you. Yeah, <laughs> it's not good. Or like those big old cobras and shit. Like no, yeah. 
there's there was only one instance where i cringed super hard and i was like okay that's enough for me was the bear yeah that was that was bad yeah especially like i live in alaska and i know what fucking bears can do to people like a bear attack is not like like what hollywood gives you it's all romanticized the real the reality behind it is the revenant revenant yeah uh, that's one of them. We actually had a bear attack up here on base, um, and it killed a soldier. Ooh. And, yeah, and this was very recent, like within the last month, month and a half. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. It, it took his face off, the back of his head, his chest. Yeah, it's not beautiful. It's not It's not romanticized. No. Like, you don't have no. these glistening, like, bear claw marks. Like, you're fucked up, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't and, think like, people I, understand. No, no. And like so when they when when they brought that bear in, I was like, oh god. And it was a fucking grizzly bear too. Like it wasn't a black bear. It was a goddamn grizzly bear. Like if it was a black bear, I'd be like, okay. All right. You know, cuz black bears they're not they're not big. They get like maybe 4 foot, maybe yeah, 5. They're adorable. But yeah. Speaking of, I seen a black bear yesterday getting chased by a moose. Oh. Yeah. It's weird. That's the first time I've ever seen that. Um, but it's like but, playing Fallout and running into a Yaguai. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and and so like, but they brought in a fucking grizzly bear. Like that son of a bitch stands seven, eight foot tall on his hind legs. Like, ain't nobody got a chance against that. No, and you give you put salmon on this dude. You put honey on him. You set that man up to die. Like legitimately yeah. die, yeah. and when when he started to get too close, that's when they brought him in. Like first off, you shouldn't have brought a goddamn grizzly bear in there. No, that was a bad idea. Yeah, and, and I'm glad to see like the rest of the movie. They didn't make that dude do anything. Well, no, I think it, at that point he's earned the, the 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 pass. Yeah, yeah, he's he's immune to everything at this point. Yeah, yeah that no, that that was yeah. I think that went a little too far. You know, yeah. the bees and all that. The, the even the snake one is kind of. But the fucking bear, dude. Yeah. Well, and then they did the alligators at some points. And well, I know that Johnny Knoxville's done, and this is his last movie. Well, yeah, he took a huge concussion. Oh yeah, he can't take any more of those. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Any concussion's not good, but holy Christ, when you have like multiple concussions that you've experienced over the last forty something years of your life. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Did you now? Did you watch him at WrestleMania against Sami Zayn? <laughs> Yeah, I, I watched it. I watched it. A lot of people criticized that match, and I found it truly enjoyable. I, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't good. It wasn't good, but it was fun. Well, it wasn't supposed to be an actual wrestling match, you know. It no. was, it was just supposed to be its own thing, it, you know. And I think that's the whole thing. People took it too seriously. Yeah. It wasn't meant to be a, an actual match. It was supposed to be a comedy bit. Yeah. You know. But hey, you know what? People always got to criticize shit because they have nothing better to do. Yeah, you know, I, I I really enjoyed watching Royal Rumble too when Johnny Knoxville was in there because like he took some he took some shots that a lot of people don't take. Yeah, <laughs> I think he's used to it by now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he got rocked by AJ Styles. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, that guy's not weak either. No, no, Put that a hole man through your face. <laughs> <laughs> Put a hole through your face. Yeah, that du- that dude will kick your legs right from underneath you. Yeah, all of those guys, man. Like, and that's the thing, like. Now, if I could, now if you talked about like Brock Lesnar and, and and Roman Reigns doing that match, then I'd say yeah, I could criticize the fuck out of that match. Oh yeah, 
But it's oh, yeah. fucking Johnny Knoxville and Sami Zayn. Like they knew what it was. Yeah. They knew what they got themselves into. Yeah, you signed up for this. Yeah. God, it wasn't supposed man. to be an actual match. No. But hey, you know what? People can criticize. Like, oh, it's like Vince McMahon, dude. This whole thing with Vince McMahon, John Laurinaitis. Did you see this shit? I did. Fucking insane. And you know what? I'm not surprised. Not surprised. No. No, I mean, we've heard stories about, about Vince. I haven't now necessarily I heard. I haven't really heard any stories about John Laurinaitis, but. But now I know why uh, Vince McMahon doesn't like tag team action. It's because, <laughs> it, it's because it puts him and John Laurinaitis down. They're yeah. the best tag team in their own minds. Ah, oh, Johnny Ace and me, VKM, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. <laughs> Did you see that Sasha got released? Yeah, and this is probably for her own benefit, dude. Yeah, yeah. She wasn't getting booked properly. Well, everybody likes to jump on the bandwagon of, well, WWE is the only one to take seriously. Well, I don't. Is no. the more the more time I the more times I've watched it recently. I don't enjoy it as much, if at all, to be honest no. with you. I I look at AEW, and they're not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but they at least keep it wrestling. It's yeah. not whatever the fuck they're doing over there at the E. Yeah. And to only have one person or – let's be honest here. The E has their specific people that they like to, to push, and that's it. Anybody else, they get lost in the shuffle, which is why Sasha Banks and, and, and you know – Naomi just decided, hey, here's your titles. We're gone. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's sad because you have super talented guys and girls out there that are doing good shit we, day in and day out. Like Ali, my God. Cedric Alexander. Like you had Cesaro. Yep. You, you had a litany of guys that, that you could have put in some really good matches. Like Cesaro had a fucking banger with Roman Reigns. And now he's gone. Yeah, and now he's gone. Like literally, you had a banger with Roman Reigns. You could have made that a three, three match feud, and like yeah. stretched it over a span of a few pay per views. But they didn't. They didn't. They didn't. You know, you got Nakamura. Nakamura is one of the most talented dudes in the world. And yeah, yeah. Where's he's he just, at? He's just jobbing. He's yeah. Jobbing out. Yeah. I mean, you. It's just fucking madness. So let me ask you this. What do you think of this Judgment Day thing? What do you think about Edge getting kicked out of his own faction? At first, I didn't like it. Um, at first, I was like, "Man, it's stupid!" Because like, it's too soon. Too soon. They're they're only two months old, maybe yeah. three. Um, you know, they just brought Rhea in last pay per view. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't make sense because Finn just fought them, and and. and they beat the piss out of Edge. That doesn't make sense. They could have done a slow turn where they kicked him out with Finn and the group. But then I thought about it, and I read some of the stories as to why they why why Edge left the group, and it was because they wanted to make it a more supernatural thing, and that's not what he wanted. They wanted it to be more like the Ministry back in the back in the Attitude Era versus right. what it is now. And I'm like, I can understand that, but. They didn't give it cha a chance to really flourish because it could have been fucking no. great. Could have been great, especially with Edge on the mic. Dude knows yeah. how to talk. He can cut a promo like it's nobody's business. Yeah, yeah. But you know what we've been given with with the Judgment Day, the new Judgment Day. I'm really excited to see what they do with it. You know, there's a lot of possibilities behind it. Bring back Demon Finn. Uh, Demon Finn's my favorite Finn. They should. Uh, they should definitely do that because. 
Well, I know he, I think he does it. Did he say he doesn't want to do the demon anymore? Is that what I'm remembering? Yeah. Well, in an interview, he said he doesn't feel like there's a need to do it. Right. But I mean, like in this faction, if you're doing a supernatural faction, it would make more sense, right? It would. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and and one of my favorite one of my favorite minds in the business, fucking Bray Wyatt, would fit great in there. Great. Where, where's he at? After they released him, he took his hiatus and and disappeared from all social media. And and he's been posting a lot of cryptic stuff lately. I noticed that, and he also posted a picture of him uh, and uh, rest in peace, Luke Harper, uh, yep. Lee. Uh, mm-hmm. Met that guy. He was great, man. He actually lived right here in this town. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah, so it's crazy, man. Um, yeah, it was him, Rowan, and Brody Lee with him in the Fiend costume. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. like, dude, that's crazy, man. So, I don't know. He wants a $4 million contract. It's up to uh, any of the companies to pick him up. Well, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, that's stupid to, to sign him. But he knows his worth. And that's the thing. Like... A lot of people are like, oh, he can't wrestle. But the man is a fucking genius. Yeah. He created The Fiend on his own. And he, he came up with the concept of The Fiend on his own. He came up with every detail of The Fiend on his own. And a lot of people don't know this about about, about Bray or, or Wyatt or Rotunda. But he had that character in the work in the works from like 2015. Shit. So if you go back, if you watch all of his old promos when he was in NXT and even before NXT and like uh like Florida Championship Wrestling, yeah, he talked about the Fiend, and he mentioned him by name. He said the Fiend, and he described what he looked like and described how how the character would come to be, and he literally it, it came to fruition four or five years later. So he's a fucking genius. No, he is. Yeah, creatively. I mean, these guys in creative over there in the E that they just—I don't know what the fuck they're doing. I really don't know what the what they're writing. I mean, what, what's their job? What's their job entail? Like, uh, oh, Roman Reigns gonna be champion for another decade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's gonna go over on the Rock at WrestleMania. Like, that's cool. But the Rock hasn't been in a wrestling ring in five years. Yeah, I don't see. I don't see that happening anytime soon. No, no, they're trying to do like a passing of the torch, but. The Rock has already passed the torch. There's no torch to be had. No, it's it's been done. Yeah, and John yeah. Cena's gone now. So, well, yeah. he's making his comeback, but I think he's going to lose the theory. <laughs> um, a guy like John Cena winning a match is kind of pointless now. He's not around yeah. anymore. It would be so stupid to have him win. Uh, put the guy over. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, more than likely. Yeah, I. Yeah, I my problem with a lot of the uh, other guy, like the returning matches or guys that are doing one and dones, is there's it, it's not really a clean finish ever. It's no. always a sketchy finish, and and it's like like Roman and Cena, uh, Roman and Goldberg, uh, Roman and Brock. There's always a sketchy finish with Roman, yeah, and and it doesn't do anything. It actually harms his character. Oh, absolutely. Because it's, it's like, terrible. can he win? Can he win clean at all ever? And I know he's a heel, but. Heels are supposed to get over by Don, and you want to you want to promote a dominant champion, not a champion that's a bitch. Right, you don't want that because <clears throat> what's the point of doing that? Yeah, you're just burying somebody if you just you know. He's a he's a tribal chief. He shouldn't need 
his cousins to come and help him out. He shouldn't need a distraction from Paul Heyman. No. He shouldn't need a low blow the dude. That man, if you're really pushing him to be the tribal chief, really pushing him to be this just powerhouse, this, this brick shit house. You want then, him to win clean. Yeah, yeah. Or just decimate the dude to the point where he can't get up. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you go back and watch some of the stuff he's done over the years, and just you can tell, like, he's definitely coming up with his own shit now. Yeah. Because whatever the E was having him say, like, I'm not a good guy. I'm not a bad guy. I'm the guy. It's like, okay, that's the yeah. lamest shit I've heard mm-hmm. in the existence of my life in this on this planet. Yeah. So now he's like, you know, making things like acknowledge me. That's that's fucking dope. That's like that's got some base to it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing like. But then you have the guy like win like because the Usos jump in and shit, and or because Paul Heyman distracted the referee. Like, no, the guy doesn't even need them. Yeah, let's 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 see some clean finishes here. Absolutely, and and one of the things that, and I know they set it up for WrestleMania, but one of the things that really pissed me off was the Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar match uh, at Royal Rumble. Yeah. That is a match everybody's been waiting to see because it never happened. <laughs> never happened. Never. Yeah, that was a dream match, and and it was going great, and then the ending. Yeah, sucked. Do you think it's going to uh, happen, though? What? A legitimate one-on-one. Do you think it's going to happen? With Brock and Bobby? Yeah. I'd love to see it. I think... I would love to see it at WrestleMania. Um, I would love to see. I don't want to see another Roman and Brock match. I, I'm, it's gonna happen. I know you know you know it's gonna happen, but you're not. It's like, it's like having your favorite like your favorite pizza for like a week straight, and yeah. then this, after that, the eighth day comes. That the next day comes, the eighth day, and you're like, I'm done. All right, I don't yeah. want this shit again. Come on, let's let's move on. It's like <laughs> fuck. Uh, yeah. Um, I I would love to see it. Um, but, um, I, th- I feel like they're going to keep pushing this Brock and, and Roman thing and, and it's going to be a dead horse. Like imagine watching angle and Brock for years, great yeah. fucking match. But I mean, I don't want to watch angle and Brock for eight years straight. See, that's the problem with the E also is the fact that they keep having the same people face each other over and over and over again, it's like, dude, no, you have this whole roster, and you're using basically nobody at this fucking point. You got someone yep. like Shinsuke Nakamura jobbing out to some clown, right? Yeah. But you're just gonna push these two to three guys, and that's it. Like, no, you got to do something about that. You, you just you got to make. And I don't even know what's going on with the brand split. I think that's over. To yeah, me, I it think is. it's over because I don't. I, everybody's on Raw, SmackDown it doesn't matter. It just everybody's yeah. doing their own thing, and. So now you you have the opportunity to say, okay, let's fucking shake it up a bit. Let's put this person in a match with this guy who hasn't even fucking faced this guy ever. He's been here for five years. Let's, they need to start doing that. Yeah, That's what I like about AEW, though. They actually do that. They actually change it up. They don't have Sammy Guevara facing, uh, you know, Funkasaurus or whatever. Uh, Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, no. yeah just you know, let's change it up. Did you watch last night? Did you watch uh, Dynamite last night? I didn't, but I caught some highlights, and I saw that uh, Jungle Boy got fucked over hardcore. Oh, dude! I like Jungle Boy, man. Jungle Boy is awesome. I called. I called. I called the uh, the Christian heel turn. It was coming. I was watching it, and I was like, "You thought when is it? You knew it was gonna happen? 
I, I didn't know when, but I knew it was going to happen. And because, I mean, like watching his, his interaction with Jungle Boy, like every time Jungle Boy lost or yeah. every time a match was going to happen. And yeah, there, there was just that interaction where he was like, you're a loser. You're not, you're not winning. Be a winner. And then when they lost the titles, I was like, oh. And, and especially, like, especially when he was checking on Luchasaurus. Yeah. And they looked up in the ring and seen Jungle Boy. I was like, it's happening. <laughs> it's yeah. going to happen. It's going to happen. And then when he hit the kill switch, I was like, yeah. Yeah. You Fuck knew that. yeah. You knew that was going to hit hard. I, you know, I, like you said, I love Jungle Boy. I love Luchasaurus. I love, I love Jurassic Express, but I didn't like their title run on popular. No. No, I, I know it, it could have been better. Yeah. It, it was terrible. It's for me. It's like the thrill of the of the chase. Yeah. Same with Hangman Page, man. I don't like the title reign. I think the chase was better than the reign. I'm just not sold on him yet. I don't know. Maybe down the line. I think this reign was terrible. Yeah, I agree with the with the Hangman Page. You know, and there's so many champions that are like that too. Like it's sad because Thunder Rosa is another one. I I want to love her title reign. Every time I hear that name Thunder Rosa, I always think about the restaurant Ponderosa. My wife, my wife said the same thing. You know, it's funny. I'm like, man, those chicken wings, those are fucking banging back in the 90s. <laughs> right? God right? damn. Well, no. So, like, so I have 2K22, WW2K22, and oh, I, download, I downloaded, like, a version of Thunder Rosa that somebody had created. And I said, baby, look. And she looks at it, and she's like, oh, it's Ponderosa. And I was like, oh. <laughs> yo, that's what I say. Every time she comes out, I go, oh, look, Ponderosa, let's get some chicken wings. Yeah, yeah, and and so so yeah, that's pretty funny. But yeah, Thunder Rosa is another one. Biggie, Kofi, like all those title runs were just like yeah, I could live without them. Yeah, I wish there was more. I wish Biggie would was able to have had a better run. Oh yeah, honestly, and I, I hope he recovers fast, dude. I when that happened, I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. This guy's finally getting a push. He's finally got a singles career going, and this yeah. happens to him. Like, come on, dude. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I feel like you can't really blame the people no. who, unless you're intentionally injuring somebody. Right, and I don't think that that, that definitely wasn't intentional. I no. just think the guy was green. Yeah, you know? yeah, um, you don't you don't want to put that dude in a spot on the outside of a ring and have him do a belly yeah. back suplex. But uh, going back to what I, I I made that miscalculation of saying Funkasaurus, and it was because I was reading something about that uh, that it was. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Brodus Clay. Brodus Clay. He said it was a punishment from Vince McMahon. Yeah. Now, I I mean, just, and I thought about that too. And I was like, okay, so when you go back to when Edge speared him on that SmackDown, like back in 2011, mm -hmm. it didn't look good. And mm -hmm. you could tell because he's holding his neck and mm -hmm. he was already having problems. I think that's what really sparked that retirement that happened. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know if that was something that was, you know, brought about because of the the funkasaurus thing but uh somebody call his mama you know <laughs> somebody calls mama song that's crazy that's crazy and xavier woods took it over yeah yeah that man that man is entertaining no matter what he does i love xavier woods he's great man yeah yeah i'd love to meet him one day unfortunately he, no, he seems like comes a, up. He's, he seems like a very like genuine dude like he the up up down down yeah it's great Love it. And the crazy thing is, is he's really big fan, like friends with like Kenny Omega and the Bucks. I know. Do you, do you Did, think that one day he'll make the the jump? I don't know. 
maybe i'd love to see it i know that i know that 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 they had like a big face off at one of the one of the gaming conventions it was the new day versus the elite and the new day or no uh um um woods faced omega on a platform like literally on a stage and they were they were uh playing street fighter against each other that was pretty dope oh that is dope yeah, it was really cool to see that interaction. Like they came out to their own music too. Like you know, so so New Day came out to you know New Day New Day rocks, and the, the Young Bucks and 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 Omega came out to their their theme at the time when they were in New Japan. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty dope. It was pretty cool to see that that cross branding happening, and and then there's been some interactions where like uh, where like Omega and and Woods are sitting across from each other, and they're just like sitting there drinking their drink and intensely staring at each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I do love the cross brand interaction. But, I always uh, enjoy those. Yeah. Those are awesome, man. Yeah. But uh, so, so before we end the show, uh, is there anything that you want to give to the, to anybody listening? Uh, any imparting words of wisdom uh, about, about uh, starting a podcast or, 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 changing a platform up or, or anything like that. To be honest with you, um, if you're somebody out there listening and you're on the fence of starting a podcast, I'm not going to sit here and say, Oh, it's the easiest thing ever. Just click buttons and talk on a microphone. No, it's not. It's not the easiest thing. It's, it can be grueling and I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It sometimes can suck, but at the end of the day, is it worth it? Um, absolutely. Because you then can express yourself. You can make, you know, just have fun with it. You can do things on your own time. You can make your own decisions. I mean, is it pricey? It can be, depending on what you're doing. Um, you know, this this mixer I have here was a little bit pricey, but um, it definitely amplified the way our content has been produced. Um, it's really on the person. Uh, and, yeah, I would suggest doing it. You know what? Just I know it's going to sound like like a shitty time when I say those things, but don't let what I say get you down. It's just something I've experienced. Like I've had my good days and I've had my bad days, but at the end of the day, I don't regret it. Um, yeah. I think it's, it's a great process. It's a great journey, you know, and it's kind of cool because I'm sitting in my, my studio here and I'm looking around and I'm like, man, I have so many different things in here now that I had not even had in like a year ago. It's kind of cool, man. Like it's kind of cool to see the evolution of just not even like, the, the surroundings but the, the audio too like microphones just it, all in general it, you evolve so you watch yourself evolve over time and that's another cool part about uh, podcasting is you can go back in time and and see where you were not even just like in the podcast thing but like as a person you get to like go back in time and, and hear those old conversations like oh shit i forgot about those conversations i love it <laughs> like i'll go back to like 2020 or 2019 when we started I'm like, holy Christ. First of all, production sucks. <laughs> and second of all, we really talked about that. <laughs> like, uh, but no, it's definitely worth it. Uh, just jump right into it. I'm telling you, don't worry about the stuff you have. Uh, if you have a, a chintzy ass PS3 headset like I did and uh, a computer, uh, whatever, just, just do it. Yeah, dude, it doesn't matter. Just do it. <laughs> you will evolve over time. Trust me. You will. Yep. 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 I, uh, one of my critiques that I got from jukebox was get headphones. I got headphones and you can see the mic Jack right there. Uh, and, uh, I had the mic, I had the microphone up here and he was like, get rid of the mic, put, put in your snowball. I was like, okay. <laughs> the monitor, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, these are the Sony, uh, what the hell are they called? They're the Sony Dynamic Stereo Headphones MDR 7506. Nice. Uh, these things, uh, they're, they're a little pricey, but they're worth it. I mean, it's Sony. Uh, yeah. You definitely get what you, you pay for. Uh, so, but they're, they're worth it. You know, I like them. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple different monitors that I have in here, but uh, it's it's really fun to see like all the, the gear and stuff. <laughs> you know, you're see old when you're excited about headphones. <laughs> right. <And> right. <laughs> all righty. Where can, where can we find you for everybody listening and everybody watching? Well, our official website is www.thembalmeffect.com. You can check us out on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio. We're all over those places. Everywhere. Your podcast. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Go subscribe. Hit the bell. All for the good times because we always have good times on the <laughs> emblem effect. We give you the full effects when you can't give the world your own. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, brother. Thank you for joining. Dude, Thanks thank for you for having me on. Absolutely. Hey, hey, uh, and until next time. You guys be good, and you guys are extraordinary. Later, taters. Bye.